It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Well, well, well. Somehow made it to Saturday against all odds. This country was a bag of cats this week. A lot of fighting and hair pulling on social media. Mar-a-Lago raids by the FBI. We got some Warren information on Friday. Trump yelling back on Truth Social. Merrick Garland whining that we hurt his feelings by picking on the FBI. It's a wild week. Uh, I appreciate you for rolling with me through all of it. And if you are here today on a Saturday for the Fox Across America game ball, I wanted to reward you with what I considered to be the one interview that best captured the spirit of the week. Uh, This one, I got to tell you, every week the criteria is different. Sometimes I'm like, God, it made me laugh. It was silly. Or they, they taught me something I hadn't thought about. You know, it's always, you know, a weird angle that I didn't maybe see coming or something I thought might have educated us on a subject. Uh, but this week, uh, the, the one I enjoyed the most was the great Leo Terrell. And you know Leo to be the most passionate Trump supporter in the world. Like, Leo comes on and talks up Trump sometimes. And uh, he's actually just, like, reading the back, of the, the back of the DVD from, like, Superman. He's like, no, Jimmy, you don't understand. Trump outran a train. No, no, he, he flew around the world backwards and stopped the dam from bursting. I'm like, Leo, that's that's the plot of Superman. He doesn't actually work at the Daily Planet. So I know Leo to be passionate about Donald Trump to the point that it's almost cartoonish. But it's also worth acknowledging that he is a 30-year civil rights attorney that has a very good understanding of the Warren process, a very good understanding of what would be contained in an affidavit, something we have not yet seen. And for that reason, I thought this was the most enlightening thing we did all week was talk to Leo just as the warrant was released. And I think for you, as somebody who's potentially going to continue to follow this story, it would be good to do so from an informed standpoint. I mean, because, heck, I don't know what I'm talking about half the time. So I appreciated it as much for me as I would for you. So without further ado, Leo Terrell, a guy who has broken into my office here at Fox News, a guy who admits to stealing my jokes on the air. I probably shouldn't be doing this, but I will give him the game ball. You are the luckiest man in the world. First of all, I need you to pick me up in a cab from JFK to Fox Studios so I can head down there. Well, okay, you know I what? Need, I need a ride. Leo, Leo, everyone needs to know this before we get into the grown-up stuff. I personally text Leo to come on my show because, he, he, you know, that's what you have to get Leo on your show. Like, he doesn't hear from yeah. a Hannity booker. Sean has to call him up and be like, Leo, please. Leo, please. And and that's how you get Leo on your show. So I text Leo yesterday, and Leo goes, I'll only come on your show if you can send me a picture that proves you were a cab driver. So how long did it take me to get you that picture? Be honest. Seconds. Seconds. Be honest. Seconds. I was so proud of you. It was. I was – I was so impressed. You know why I asked that question? Because I saw one of your earlier tweets, mm-hmm. and I saw that. I said, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> but before we get to the grown-up stuff, because I'm so glad this is going to be the most highest-rated segment, I, <laughs> I do want to say to everyone, mm-hmm. Jimmy Fowler is the king of radio, the Rodney King of radio. <laughs> Where did you hear that one? Where did you hear that? You stole my joke again. Not, I just made that up. I just made that up. Yeah, I just yeah, made yeah. that up. And let's move to the grown-up stuff, because Le- I'm angry. Leo Terrell is on the line, thing. and he didn't watch any of my jokes jokes on Gutfeld last week at all. Um, well, all right, really quick, because I know you're angry. But before we get to that, okay, I, you're mad at the FBI yeah. for raiding Mar-a-Lago. Did you not break into my office here at Fox News? Uh, not true. I, I, I slipped a piece of paper under your office oh. locked door. And, and the and wind blew it onto my desk? 
<laughs> Somebody came in. It wasn't me. That door oh, was It was the what? cleaning lady. You put it under it the door. Locked. She picked it up. What? Leo, I don't know. I want to see your affidavit now. But let's start with the affidavit. Hold on now. Yes. Okay, because you're not being criminally charged. Uh, and everybody knows, you know, me and you play pranks on each other. But the thing you keep tweeting is you want to see the affidavit, not the warrant. Can you explain yes. to the audience why? I want thank you. And this this segment, people, please listen to me because there's a lot of rhino lawyers on these cable networks. Let me say right now, they released a search warrant. It's meaningless. It just lists the the opportunity, the time and date, and what they're supposed to look for. It's very vague. That's not what the judge looks at. The affidavit, what is the affidavit? It is the investigating officer statement under penalty of perjury as to why, why the warrant is necessary. He lists the information. He lists the contact. He lists personal knowledge. He attached other documents. He convinced the uh, the off the judge, and this is not a judge. This was a magistrate. I want to make sure people understand that. But it's a declaration of statement of personal knowledge and reliable informants. That forms the basis. And I want people to also understand this. They form shop, Jimmy, for a, ju a magistrate. And I want everyone to know that this is 30 years of experience, and this is not being said. Mm -hmm. Sometimes these wars are just rubber stamps. Mm -hmm. Rubber stamps. And no one's saying that. And then we don't know the questions that the so-called magistrate asked this uh, uh, investigator. Did he ask any questions? What questions did he ask? I want to introduce another term. People are going to learn something on your show. It's called a Frank's hearing. If I was Donald Trump's attorney right now, I would demand a Frank's hearing. What's a Frank's hearing is to get that officer, whoever made that declaration, to testify to the veracity of it. But that's not being discussed. No. I've done these cases. I know what a search warrant is, and what has been released is a joke. If It'll be a, a cold day in hell to get that affidavit. That would be under probably an in-camera review behind closed doors because the Department of Justice is going to say, oh, no, 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 there's a lot of secret uh, information in there. Uh-uh, don't play that game with me. We have a court hearing, and we examine that. That's the same problem with the Steele dossier. When they, when they went to those Pfizer courts, they rubber-stamped it. The FBI agents lied in those affidavits. The affidavit. Mm -hmm. Which is fascinating. We're talking to Leo Terrell. Well, that's another point I wanted to bring up, okay? This warrant, yeah. okay, is given on the 5th, and we're told yeah. there's information there that's so sensitive we are raiding a president of the United States. But if this warrant is given on the 5th and they don't actually show up until the 8th, doesn't that kind of undermine their case that this was so urgent? Let me think about that. Yes! Yes, and that's, Jimmy, honestly, I want the listeners to understand this. That's where is that magistrate, hey, he would ask the same question. Hey, why are you waiting? You know, you're, you're coming on the 5th, but you're not going to execute on the 8th. Isn't there an urgency here? Is there an issue of urgency? We don't even know if that conversation existed. We don't know if the magistrate just rubber stamped it. We don't know if the magistrate asked any questions. That's why I'm saying I want people to hear this new term, Frank's hearing. Delaware v. Frank is a case where it's used to question the veracity of the affidavit. I'm telling you, mm -hmm. when you look at the history of this whole process, and when I saw Garland, Mary Garland, lie yesterday, in my opinion, about the most, the least intrusive measure, 
Are you kidding me? This was the least intrusive measure. <laughs> they they didn't have any other alternative. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we They're didn't. Lying. Want... I said this on Monday. Uh-huh. On Monday, when this when I heard this, I did a video. I looked like a I looked like I was at a wild party with you. I did a crazy thirty second video, yelling and screaming. This is unconstitutional. Wow, Leo Terrell is on the line, and, uh, and listen, listen. You are the king of talk radio, the Rodney king of talk radio. Break <laughs> that joke for me. Break, break that joke. I wrote that break joke for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you give me a rating number on that? Okay. Leo, I, I just listen. I, I just like to know you're still as tuned into my performances are you as you are. I appreciate that. You don't even have to apologize, for... you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon is the biggest star on Fox News. <laughs> Period. Where were you Period. during my? Where were you and during my? Leo, where were you during my contract negotiations? He is the biggest star. <laughs> He's on every platform. Hey, <laughs> you are the Rodney King of radio. All right, give me a great amount. Stick with me. Um, the guy, <laughs> the guy you want uh, to be our next president, Donald Trump, who could, you know, yes, I'm a Trump supporter. I, well, you are. Um, he just wrote, wrote on Truth Social. Uh, his response to this is all they had to do was ask, and they could have either subpoenaed yeah. this or asked for it. Now, we, I, I bring this up because we know the FBI was there in June and advised him to put a lock on some of these storage facilities, which tells me they kind of knew what was going on. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I guess, like, I'm trying to get why this became a thing because— you know, they want the benefit of the doubt, but we have seen them fabricate storylines to try to take this guy down. So it's really hard to give them the benefit of the doubt. So the question I wanted to ask you is, what could Merrick Garland potentially show you that would get you to go, wow, my guy Trump might have screwed up this time? Okay, I'm going to tell you this, Jimmy, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not bragging. I take second to no one as far as law. I, I, people should know I practice law for 30 years, civil rights law. Mm-hmm. I know this inside out. Let me give you the answer to that question. Mm-hmm. You're looking for a legal justification, mm-hmm. and, and you won't find one. This entire raid, this what I call invasion, is a political witch hunt. You cannot ask that question without looking at the six years where the Democrats and Republican rhinos have tormented President Trump. They've been after him for six years. The double impeachment, the mm-hmm. fake Russian dossier, it, it, it is a continuation. They don't want him to run. Jimmy, that's yep. political. Well, that's let me jump on that. Legal. All right. I want to add Please. to this. I want to add to this. And I again, I, I know never to cut you off. I've been told off the air. No, no, go right here. No, I yeah, was yeah, told I if Mr. Terrell gets cut off, I'm going to have a physical problem. That's what I was told. I have a lawsuit being prepared right now against oh. you. Well, a lawsuit's better than the last threat I got. Leo said he just sent me a picture of my family sleeping. It was very, it was, it was heavy. It's like, wow, Terrell, this guy's a mess around. Um, is it, I mean, there's one part nobody talks about uh, enough is that, you know, as mad as we get at the Democratic Party, let's not discount the fact that this could have been the upper echelons of the Republican Party because Mitch, Mitch McConnell oh. isn't exactly a human shield for Donald Trump. Oh, thank you for that question. Let me be very clear. I, I'm not mixing any words. Mitch McConnell hates President Trump. Mitch McConnell does not want President Trump to be the Republican nominee. The Senate GOP leadership is not working with the Trump people. They have made this personal. They're not. This is a constitutional issue, Jimmy. And they say, well, you know what? He's not one of us. He's not one of our guys. And we don't care about him. The re- there are rhinos who are, in my opinion, very happy about the, any damage to Trump is great. 
Trump knows the Democrats hate him, but it's these rhinos who pretend to support Trump. And I, I'll be very clear. Mitch McConnell, uh, to me, was forced 24 hours later to say something mm-hmm. lukewarm. This yeah. guy should not be in the Republican leadership, period. Yeah, I listen, I, I know most people have outgrown. I'm a Trump guy. Yeah. I want people to understand I'm Trump, but this guy – in my opinion, anyone who doesn't understand the ramification of this, Jimmy, this is not a legal in, uh, a decision based on legal principles of a search and seizure, Fourth Amendment. This is all political. Trump's not one of the guys inside the beltway. He is not one of the boys. He's an outsider. And I'll say this last one. I'm sorry. You name me one politician who can rally people on a Saturday night when they have a chance to go see Jimmy Fallon at a movie. There's 75,000 people in Iowa, Texas, Georgia on the weekend. No one could do that. No. no one except Trump. No, that that matters. Well, when you talk about him rallying big numbers, do you think this makes him more likely to run or less likely to run? I want to tell you right now, in my opinion, he's going to run. I had a chance to talk to him about six weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he basically said, in my opinion, in my opinion, he's going to run. And without disclosing, other than the fact that he does not like your jokes, he's going to run. Okay. Listen. Okay. I have a conversation. He's going to run, but he does not like your jokes. I, he likes the joke when I said, you're the king, you're the Rodney King of talk radio. <laughs> Which is a joke you stole from me on Gutfeld. Listen, I have it on good authority that he likes my jokes quite a bit, by the way, because we have a lot okay. of mutual yeah. friends. And, yeah. uh, I, I think what's going on in my career since we talk about it so much is like I'm kind of a new thing and I you're constantly big. have people reaching out to me that I'm stunned by, like the level of person. No, you're big. No, no it's not you're that big. I'm big. Sure. It's that it's different and that it's something else. But I just I want to bring this up for for the sole purpose of the fact that me and you seem like different characters, but we're both doing this where it's a different energy. And people mm-hmm. talk as much as you hear about me. I hear plenty about you. I get so much about Leo. Like, why is Fox putting him on the air? I think he's drinking again. I'm kidding. You're the best, Leo. You're the greatest. You're the greatest. You're the great. You know what? When you call, I couldn't say no to you yesterday. Mm-hmm. And the timing of your request was perfect. And I, I just want you to know and to your listeners, I appreciate the opportunity to appear on your show. Seriously, all kidding aside. Well, great. Thank you. Really, I really mean that. Of course. No, no, of course. And, and, I, and I appreciate you lowering your appearance fee. $7,500 is reasonable. It's normally $10,000. <laughs> and, you know, it gets pricey. Fox is like, I don't know. You know, we, we did it last yeah. time. Yeah. But here's the thing. So what I need to know going <laughs> yeah. forward. Okay, is that, you know, the takeaway is we need to see the affidavit because that's going to give us more information. And the Frank's hearing, like, I can't really I won't quote you on that. But these I I take these things with me as I do the show because I want to, you know, be conversing Mm -hmm. accurately with these people. Mm -hmm. But essentially, there's information we really need before we could pass judgment one way or the other. That's the takeaway. And and everyone should say that because, you know, the search, honestly, the search warrant is meaningless. If we don't, I want to see it, say it as clear as possible. We don't have the affidavit. We'll never know the motivation. We'll never know because we could challenge the motivation to see if it was a legal justification or if it was purely political because that affidavit is the, I want to make sure people understand, it's the heart and soul of every search warrant issued by a judge. And I'll say one other point. We don't know what the conversation was between the officer who submitted the affidavit mm-hmm. and the so-called magistrate. That is even more important because we want to know if he questioned the uh, the investigator. So, see, those are the type of nuts and bolts that you don't hear 
on, 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 on cable, but we're doing it right now as your listeners, and I hope this just reverberates to everyone. These are the types of issues, and I'm saying this based on 30 years of doing these types of cases. I've handled Frank's hearing. Mm-hmm. I've challenged search warrant. I've challenged the affidavit, and that needs to be uh, expressed. And I, in my opinion, they will never be able to justify this search. I want to make sure this is understood. I don't care what they, you know, I, I, I'm looking forward to the affidavit, but they'll never be able to justify this search given the six years of torment against Donald Trump. And you know what? He's still standing. That's going to do it for the Fox Across America Game Ball. We are back here on Monday, live on the radio, and you'll see me on Gutfeld Monday night. Uh, enjoy your weekend. I miss you already. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey there, it's me, Kennedy. Make sure to check out my podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. It is five days a week, every week. Download and listen at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.